the death toll from the novel coronavirus in mainland China breaches the 2,000 mark, even as Chinese authorities note a downward trend in the number of new infections. Passengers begin to disembark from a cruise ship in Japan as their quarantine period ends. The Philippine consulate in Hong Kong urges Filipinos in the territory to remain vigilant after a Filipino domestic worker was confirmed to have contracted the COVID-19. And former Senator Antonio Tellanes tells ANC he has refused offers of political asylum from two European countries. Good afternoon, I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. The death toll from the novel coronavirus in mainland China now at 2004. China's National Health Commission also confirmed a total of over 1,700 new COVID-19 cases. That's the lowest daily rise since January 29th. Hubei province, the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak, also reported the lowest number of new infections since February 11th. Authorities in Hubei now plan to adopt more measures to contain the epidemic. They plan to check the records of all patients who have visited doctors since January 20. They also want to see who have brought over-the-counter medications from brick-and-mortar online and online drugstores. Meanwhile, the World Health Organization reports human-to-human -human transmission of the new coronavirus outside mainland China now nears 100 cases. Here's the full story. The World Health Organization confirmed at least 92 cases of human-to-human -human spread of the coronavirus on Tuesday across 12 countries outside of China. WHO Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said the agency had not seen sustained local transmission except in specific cases, such as on the Diamond Princess cruise ship quarantined in Japan. So far, there are 92 cases in 12 countries outside China of human-to-human -human transmission. At the moment, we don't have enough data on cases outside China to make a meaningful comparison on the severity of disease or the case fatality rate. We're following up with countries to get more information about what happens about each case and the outcome. However, we have not yet seen the sustained local transmission except in specific circumstances like the Diamond Princess cruise ship. More than 3,000 passengers are still on board the ship, about half of whom are Japanese. Outside China, there have been over 800 cases of the disease known as COVID-19 and five deaths, according to a Reuters count based on official statements. Chinese health officials have published details of more than 44,000 COVID-19 cases, the biggest study of the disease since the outbreak began. According to the research done by the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention, more than 80% of the cases have been mild, with the sick and the elderly most at risk. It also points to the high risk of the disease to medical staff. The study also shows that Hubei province has a death rate of 2.9% compared with a 0.4% in the rest of the country. The findings put the overall death rate of COVID-19 at 2.3%. Among those who recently died from the deadly new coronavirus in China was the head of a leading hospital in the city of Wuhan. Let's get the details in this report. The head of a leading hospital in Wuhan has died of the coronavirus. 
Chinese state television reported that Liu Ziming, the director of a hospital designated to treat virus-infected patients, died on Tuesday, making him the seventh health worker to fall victim. The number of new daily coronavirus cases in mainland China fell below 2,000 for the first time since January. But the World Health Organization warned that although Chinese data appeared to show a decline in new cases, any apparent trend must be interpreted very cautiously. The virus remains far from contained, despite China's lockdown of cities and tough curbs on travel, at great cost to the economy and global business. Singapore Airlines said it would temporarily cut flights across its network in the three months to May as the epidemic hits demand for services in the Asian city-state, as well as through the key transit hub. The European Union Chamber of Commerce in China said the world's pharmacies may face a shortage of antibiotics and other drugs if the outbreak cannot be resolved soon, and accused Beijing of making supply chain problems worse. Japan, with 520 cases, the most outside of China, announced plans to use HIV drugs to combat the virus, as a growing number of cases pose an increasing threat to the world's third largest economy, as well as public health. 14 South Korean passengers have been evacuated from a quarantine cruise ship docked off Japan. A presidential jet brought the nationals home Wednesday. They will be quarantined for at least two weeks at the Incheon International Airport. Health authorities say of the 14 South Koreans, five were crew members on the Diamond Princess cruise ship. Passengers of that ship have begun disembarking this Wednesday morning after their 14-day quarantine ended. There were over 3,700 passengers and crew members aboard. There are more than 500 Filipinos and over 400 Americans, most of whom have been evacuated by the U.S. government. The virus is believed to have been spread by a man who disembarked in Hong Kong late January. The Philippines also bringing home Filipinos from the coronavirus-hit cruise ship in Japan. According to the health department, all Filipino passengers and crew members of the Diamond Princess who signed up for voluntary repatriation will have to undergo health protocols. Health officials are in close coordination with Japan to check on the 41 Filipinos on the ship who tested positive for COVID-19. Lahat po ng i-repatriate natin should be asymptomatic. Ibig sabihin, wala silang symptoms. Pangalawa, they should test negative bago po sila sumakay dun sa chartered plane. Even though they were already quarantined in that ship for 14 days, we are now requiring another set of 14-day period for them. On Twitter, Philippine Foreign Affairs Chief Daddy Loxin Jr. has ordered... The country's embassy in Tokyo, he shared that on Twitter to immediately repatriate Filipinos on the ship, insisting he wants them home now. Local authorities have yet to disclose a number of Filipinos who will be repatriated from Japan and the local facility where they will be quarantined. Health authorities in Hong Kong and in the Philippines are looking for people who came into close contact with a 32-year-old Filipino domestic worker confirmed to have COVID-19. The Philippine consulate in Hong Kong has sent a team to check on the woman. It also called on Filipinos there to stay alert and avoid crowded areas if possible. Hong Kong has 62 confirmed cases of the disease and two deaths. The helper had went out to City Hall outdoor area, met around 10 friends and stayed there um, in the outdoor area uh, with everyone wearing masks 
for around one hour. They did not have meal together, but we are trying to contacting all her friends to check. Philippine health officials, meanwhile, say they are still gathering information about the Filipino worker in Hong Kong who tested positive for the deadly disease. We still have not received uh, further information on this OFW. What we know for now would be uh, ito ay nagpositive at apparently OFW siya na nag-aalaga ng isang tao na nag-test din ng NCOV positive doon. Filipino workers bound for Hong Kong and Macau, as well as Filipino permanent residents in the two Chinese territories, now exempt from the Philippine travel ban. The country's interagency task force on emerging infectious diseases signed a resolution allowing them to leave the Philippines if they will sign a declaration that they understand the health risks involved. But local authorities clarify signing that declaration does not mean the Filipinos are waiving their rights to assistance and protection from the Philippine government overseas. Turning to another big story, the Philippine Supreme Court orders ABS-CBN to comment on Solicitor General Jose Calida's petition for a gag order against the network. Calida wants ABS-CBN's representatives to stop making comments that he believes may influence the resolution of his petition to shut down the network. He says ABS-CBN's recent actions violate the subjudicer rule, which restricts parties from making comments in relation to pending cases. The motion cited, among others, a video that Kalida claims could sway public opinion on his co-warranto petition against the media giant. The motion is basically asking the Supreme Court for the issuance of an order prohibiting both parties from engaging media and from issuing statements relative to the merits of the case. Now, in uh, in accordance with the due process requirement of the law, the Supreme Court has ordered the respondents ABS-CBN Corporation and ABS-CBN Convergence Inc. to file their respective comments to the motion. The New York-based Human Rights Watch opposes the gag order against or gag order petition against ABS-CBN. The group calls the petition ridiculous and nothing but another attempt by the Duterte administration to silence its critics. Meanwhile, several business groups, including the Makati Business Club and the Management Association of the Philippines, support the renewal of ABS-CBN's franchise. They're urging Congress to address issues raised against the network while considering media freedom. The groups also stress the value of free enterprise that allows businesses to flourish. Former Senator Antonio Trillan is unfazed by all the cases filed against him by the Duterte administration. He dismisses them as nothing but acts of harassment and intimidation. Trillan says he's ready to face the charges, even refusing offers of political asylum from at least two European countries, because he feels the opposition is winning. Trillan asserts the office of the Solicitor General's move to shut down ABS-CBN proves that. This uh, ABS-CBN issue is a potential flashpoint. We're at that critical juncture, and uh, 
they will have to play it carefully. But I believe, and I, uh, based on their history, they will fall under public pressure. And the ABS-CBN will eventually get their franchise. These are actually acts of a desperate uh, uh, regime trying to hold on to its uh, grip on power. Because if you're secure in your uh, uh, grip on power, you won't do these things. Trillian has posted bail on Tuesday for yet another sedition case against him. He is accused of linking President Rodrigo Duterte and his family to the illegal drug trade through a series of videos by a person known as Bicoy. The opposition figure says this is the 15th case by the Duterte administration against him, along with a few others that were revived from past administrations. Controversial police official Lieutenant Colonel Jovi Espinito believes politicians he may have crossed may be behind what he calls character assassination efforts against him. Espinito reveals he had found some village officials, police, and anti drug enforcers were involved in the illegal drug trade during his stint at the Bacolod City Police Office. He questions his inclusion in President Rodrigo Duterte's so-called narco list. He says authorities have already cleared him of any involvement in the illegal drug trade back in 2017. He now calls on the police to take a second look at the drug list. The Philippine Pharmaceutical and Healthcare Association expressing concern over the new price cap on selected medicines. PAP Executive Director Teodor Pedilia believes the move is not sustainable as it does not consider production costs and investments made by companies. He says this may cause delays in the launch of new medicines or even push some companies to downsize. But he assures the public the group will comply with the executive order. Rather than putting a price cap, let's talk about uh, helping the department by uh, some of our companies voluntarily lowering prices uh, and at the same time uh, providing patient support programs uh, for those who have uh, the, the, uh, chronic illnesses or catastrophic illnesses. What we've noticed is that in the list that uh, was provided, a lot of those medicines are not even part of the formulary. Mm -hmm. So they're putting a cap already in place, but it will still be the patients that will have to pay. Whereas if, you, if the government really believes that these medicines are essential, then they should be approved and included in the formulary. Mm -hmm. And then we can definitely come in and provide uh, the cost on a bulk basis, which is what uh, most companies and most governments do when they talk. Through our solutions, we can improve on uh, uh, what we call supply chain management in understanding what is around. Not, and then not necessarily putting, uh, not necessarily um, keeping those medicines in the warehouses, but delivering them as needed. Philippine Trade Secretary Ramon Lopez, meanwhile, says the EO includes a provision for a so-called pooled procurement, which will be beneficial to both sides. Under that scheme, ADTI-attached agencies will collect board make that orders from both public and private health players including hospitals and drugstores for bulk purchases there's a, a, a breast cancer medicine uh, and it's happening already if it is ordered in bigger quantity since it's very expensive if you're talking only the vicinity of 6,000 pieces the price can go down to 13,000 per piece ganun kamahal pero pagka in order ng isang maliit na let's say LGU hospital na 50 pieces 
biglang 38,000 na yan. No? So, from 13,000 to 38,000. So, that's the difference of having a pool procurement. The EO is out already. Of course, there's a 90-day transition period. So, in the meantime, the EO asks us to really work on the pool procurement for the next batch of medicines. On to some entertainment news now. Adele's new album is finally coming this September. The British Grammy winner broke the news herself at her friend's wedding in London over the weekend. In videos of the reception posted on social media, the superstar can also be seen performing some of her hits, including Rolling in the Deep. Adele's long-awaited fourth album will be her first release since her 2015 work titled 25. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.